This is our people and Mother Earth on KWSO. The museum at Warm Springs is celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. In 1974, Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs Tribal Council passed a resolution adopting a charter for the Middle Oregon Indian Historical Society, which was the museum's forerunner organization. From the KWSO archives, a few months ahead of the museum's grand opening, KWSO's Sue Ryan talked with museum director Michael Hammond. The Middle Oregon Indian Historical Society, or MOIHS as people call it, because that other word is, other title is a little too long to really say, has evolved into the museum at Warm Springs. Uh, this was a board decision to change the name to more accurately reflect what we are now and where we are. We are a museum and we're located in Warm Springs. And this was a resolution that was adopted by Tribal Council approving uh, the name change. So from now on, refer to us as the museum at Warm Springs. The sign on the highway says March 14th, 1993 is the day the museum at Warm Springs opens, but that's a few months off yet. Michael Hammond is the director for the museum at Warm Springs. Uh, what's the latest? We've finished with construction, Sue, um, and pretty much finished on the interior of the building with the exception of installing the exhibits, uh, getting the furnishings in here, getting books on our library, and moving the staff in. We need to install the exhibits. Were there any changes made during the time of planning for where things were going to go and actually what's in here now? There were only minor changes. Uh, once the foundations were laid for the museum, the concrete poured, uh, there was very little that we could change in terms of the overall structure, i.e. changing the size of rooms or something. That could not be done. What we have done is to select uh, additional paint colors, uh, change some carpeting, change some doorway configurations, but other than, you know, they're really minor details that we've been working on. One thing you noticed on your way in, Sue, is that we do have a sign on the highway that says the museum at Warren Springs opening March 14, 1993. And that is the day that we will open to the general public. We will, however, have a tribal celebration on March the 13th, the day before, and we will have all tribal members here, as well as special invited guests, people who have been major contributors to the museum, all will be here for a day of celebration on the 13th. So that's, that is the date that tribal members should really mark on their calendar, the 13th. I'm going to take you into the permanent exhibit because this is really the heart and soul of the museum. Uh, this is where the story of the three tribes is being told for tribal members and for the general public. Uh, as you can see, as we enter into this room, we're in an orientation theater. There will be a video that's running approximately 20 minutes, and the video is being narrated by a tribal member. As we walk around the room, one of the things that I want to show you are these rock walls. What we're standing in front of is a rock wall. Now, the rocks are made out of fiberglass, 
but they're all done with uh, latex rubber casts that have been taken of rocks that are actually on the reservation. And we're having a tribal member artist uh, paint pictographs on the rocks. And Miss will be told about these particular pictographs by a tribal member. So the narration, all the narration in the museum is by tribal members. Let me show you some of the other important aspects uh, that we have in the exhibits. We're in a room now where we've got three of the typical house types that were used by the tribes. And adjacent to those, we've had an artist, a muralist, come in and paint scenes. Uh, in many cases, the date could have been thousands of years ago. In some cases, the date could have been almost like yesterday. There are scenes of people doing dip netting along a river, uh, smoking of salmon, uh, digging for roots, uh, gathering moss from trees. Uh, there's a, a man making uh, obsidian arrowheads and people playing the stick game, as well as people gathering huckleberries. And all of these uh, were done by an artist who was hired by the firm that we hired in Portland, a firm called Formations, uh, to help us put together the exhibits. Are you getting input on, on such things from Culture and Heritage Committee or from the museum board itself, as far as accuracy? Yeah, as far as accuracy, we have brought elders through, uh, museum board members, uh, to look at these. And they've made some really good comments. Uh, comments that have helped us to correct uh, some of the things that were not accurate uh, and to help us, you know, portray life as it was in the past as accurately as possible. In this area, you're looking at where we're going to have a Wasco wedding scene. And we've got seven mannequins, a horse and a dog in this scene, the wedding goods, uh, the gifts that were exchanged. And this is, is a really one, wonderful, wonderful rendition. Uh, one of the things we wanted to strive for was as much accuracy as possible in the mannequins. And the, again, the firm in Portland uh, that we're dealing with sent down mannequin makers uh, to Warm Springs Reservation, and we got seven members of the Wasco tribe and cast their faces and hands so that when Mirrors of the tribe come through and look at this exhibit. Uh, they will recognize the people who are in it and know that those people are Wasco. This is a scene of women gathering huckleberries. Uh, it's a beautiful scene up in the mountains. The huckleberries are there. Uh, the pine trees are there. Douglas fir. I guess the only thing that makes it look different from uh, What's going on today as far as gathering huckleberries is that there's no clear cutting on these mountains. And this is what they looked like years ago before people started harvesting the timber. But it's a gorgeous scene. And you can see down here in front, we're having plants preserved uh, that actually grow on the reservation are all going in these containers around here so that will look quite natural. This is our sort of the final area as you go through the exhibits. I realize we haven't stopped at all the display case, but 
gee, we want to leave something for the visitor when they come in for the first time. But this is an area we've got a, a video that's projected here, and this is a video about life on the reservation today. Uh, there are some scenes of powwows. There are interviews with tribal members. There are messages from the chiefs. And all of this is, is shown right in this room. Uh, we also have some large cutouts, life-size, uh, of some tribal members with their family that will be on the stage so that when the visitor comes in here and sits down and presses the button so that the video starts, they're going to have lots of tribal members sharing the experience with them. From the KWSO archives in November of 1992, that was Sue Ryan interviewing Michael Hammond, the museum at Warm Springs' first executive director. The museum celebrates their 30th anniversary this year. I'm Sue Matters reporting for Our People and Mother Earth on 91.9 FM KWSO.